You are listening to a message brought to you by Christian Life Church Lempster. To find out more about us, go to www.clch.cc. Ask Jenny to come and pray. Um, so Jenny and Mandy as well, they are normally my buddies that kids work upstairs. So we're normally together teaching the children, but our I was thinking the other day how unity brings power, you know, and the Bible does a story about Babel, say Babel, Babel. So when people like decide to build this power to reach heaven, but God actually said that they may manage this and said angels should come. And, um, and as you see in society, like when people get together and they really manage to work well as a team, they figure out how big things as we see all the things around us that were created by men. Um, but imagine what can be done when you have unity in the spirit. Unity in the spirit brings um, such a power um, that would be mind-blowing if we allow God to use the unity amongst us. So this church is building this premise that in unity, there's power. Um, so I asked Jenny to come today and, and pray because we are talking today about God's presence and His Holy Spirit. And Jenny is very passionate about the Holy Spirit and His manifestation. Yeah, so if you can, um, can you stand up with me before we start? You know, today uh, we were here from half time and we. Um, breath. And every single person was sharing what God has been putting in my heart the past few days to share with you guys. Very simple words, but I imagine it's very powerful what it, it is that God wants to do within us and in this place today. Um, so let's pray. So, Father God, we thank you so much. Um, that you are here, oh God, for your presence. Thank you that we come here every Sunday, God, expect, expecting to see you, oh God, expecting to hear you, expect that you're going to move in the midst of us. I just pray hearts, minds, ears to be open to you, oh God, what is that you want to review, what is that you want to speak. Thank you, God, that you are alive and moving, moving our lives and moving this place. Speak to us, oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Okay, so I believe you're here today not only because you think uh, going to church is good for you to have good values. I believe you're here today not just because you think um, coming to church will resolve all your problems. I don't think you're here today just because we are a good bunch and you think the community is great. I don't think you're here today because of cotton tea. Um, I believe you're here today because um, there's something with you in your spirit that's calling for more. You know, the way that God created each one of us, we are built up to believe, to have hope, to expect more. And I believe you are here because you believe God has something more for you. You believe that your soul is actually hungry and that hunger is for more of him. And you have a desire to experience 
more than you have experienced so far. And it's true, there's so much more uh, for us to see, for us to understand, for us to experience God. And we are here so we can pursue Him together. So the most exciting thing about leading a church, starting a church, is, is actually seeing uh, what He's doing in everyone's life. He's seeing that people not just saying yes, or getting baptized or being saved, but actually seeing the transformation that God brings to their lives, the day-to-day, the small things that were so hard before uh, becoming completely transformed. So mindsets, ways of life, habits, seeing those transformed. So the Christian journey, the way that we do life as Christians, um, they are a life of obedience, it's a life of surrender, and it's a life of service. Um, so Jess and I, uh, when we started thinking about what we'd like to bring to you guys a few years ago, um, God put in our hearts three bases from which we believe um, we should live as authentic Christian life. And those three things were joyful obedience, supernatural overflow, and generous outreach. So two weeks ago, Jason came to you talking about joyful obedience. And if you've been here for a few years, you've heard this message quite a while, uh, quite a lot, about how we are called to not just say yes to Jesus, to follow him, but to be joy. Because in him, there's so much satisfaction that comes. Um, but today, we're going to be looking at supernatural overflow. You know, when we say yes to God, and you actually follow him, the Holy Spirit, he comes, comes in us, upon us. And there's transformation that happens when the Spirit of God um, comes to live in us. Um, if you can, can you open up your Bible in 1 Corinthians 2? 1 Corinthians 2. 1 Corinthians. I love hearing this sound from Bible. So first Corinthians two, nine to twelve. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived. The things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit search all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God so that we may understand what God has freely given us. So what this passage he's saying to us is that there is something that God has prepared to those who love him, so to those who obey him, because you guys already learned about obedience and love are connected. Uh, he has prepared something for those, and those things are revealed through his spirit the deep things things of God. 
So, you know, every Sunday we come here and during prayer or after worship, some of you guys grab the mic and share, you know, please, God's revelation to you, God's revealing, the Spirit is speaking um, to you. And there's so much more, so much more for us to experience, to see, to understand, to be revealed of who God is through His Spirit. There's a place of intimacy with the Holy Spirit that will take us to a deeper place with God and allow it to carry his glory wherever we go. That was Leslie's prayer this morning, that we carry his glory. When we have this intimacy, we learn quite a lot about uh, holiness and we saw how holiness and intimacy are connected. And it's in that place that we experience the secrets of God. So have you experienced the presence of God? How have you experienced his presence? You know, today I just want to talk about um, three different ways that the presence of God reveals to us. So we know that God is everywhere. That's called the omniscience of God. Omniscience of God. Um, His presence is everywhere. You know, Psalms 139 says, Where can I flee from your presence? If I go here, if I go there, to, to the valley, to the death, you are there. We cannot flee. From his presence. He's everywhere. He he's been there from the moment we were born to all our difficulties. He's been there when we cry. He's been there when we rejoice. He's seen it all, knows our thoughts. He discerns it all. His presence is there. And even when we think, where was God in this situation? You know, um, he was there, his presence. And even though he's not the one who brings tragedy, despair, pain to our lives. He's the one that can use all of those things for his glory. Because his presence is there and he can transform and restore all things. So we pretty much know that one. God is everywhere. If I go to work, like we teach the kids, if you go to school, God is there with you. But also we can see that it's the inner presence of God. The Bible says when you say yes to God, Spirit comes on you. So John 14, 23, it says, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Some translation says, we will dwell in them. So what Christ has come to do in the cross, what he came the transformation that he brings, his resurrection, made it possible for God to make his dwelling in us. And I know you guys know that pretty well. So he comes and lives in us. He brings transformation. We've been teaching to the kids the fruits of the Spirit. So Holy Spirit in us brings fruit. And then he's hard to change us. Joy, love, patience, kindness, gentleness. There's so much that he does inside of us. He reveals through, he changes. Um, and it is like when Christ is revealing us, the spirit in us brings such a transformation that it starts to overflow. And this is how we brought this whole idea of supernatural reveal. There's no way of that the spirit is in me that others cannot see it. That's not gonna outpour something. Spirit in me is so powerful, it's so big, 
that something's going to help or something's going to come out of this. But today, I also want to talk about another um, way that God reveals his presence. And this is what we're going to be focused today. And it's the manifest presence of God. We know God is everywhere, all the time. He is here. So you may have had this question, why on earth people pray saying, come here, God. <laughs> be welcome in this place. Or come, come, come. Why, why is it that we pray this? Because even though God is everywhere and all the time, it doesn't mean that he's moving at that time in the room. So lots of times when we pray, come Holy Spirit, come and make your way here, or come Holy Spirit, we invite him to show us so we can see, we can hear, or we can discern what is that he's trying to do in the room at that time. Um, so today, this is what we would like to do. We would like to understand a little bit more of his, what it means, his manifest presence. How can we seek that? Um, and we're going to do this today. So that Bible verse in Corinthians says that how the Spirit reveals us deep of God. The Bible says how deep calls to deep, how hunger, how desire to see him, to encounter with him, calls for more of his deep, of more him in us. Now his revelation, like I said, gives us hunger, hunger for his presence, hunger of more, and that hunger can only be satisfied in him. So revelation is first for relationship. He shows himself, he moves in a room, he manifests his presence, so then we see him. So then we see his glory. You know that if you see like in the Bible with Jesus or even in Jesus, lots of times miracles and signs happens much more for the unbeliever than for the believer. Because miracles and signs, they are a sign of God, isn't it? For the one that doesn't believe, it shows his glory, it shows his power. You know, us, we know we we already believe him. We already have that certainty in our hearts. We already have that. But for, for the unbeliever, the mirrors and signs, they are mind-blowing and they, they are for them, they are signs that God is God. Um, but for us, that any revelation that God brings, and sometimes it's not um, just through big mirrors and signs, can be even a still um, voice that he brings, brings to our hearts more revelation of who he is. But every revelation that God brings to our lives is an invitation for a new place of experiencing Him. A new level of knowing who He is and experiencing Him. When we were praying early, um, Leslie said about how um, being God's presence and being His presence um, give us glory and change, change us. How we look like, um, you know, in the Bible, explaining how people encounter um, the Spirit. So even Jesus, when He came to earth, um, He didn't start moving power until He had an encounter with the Spirit. All of us. 
need to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And the way that the Holy Spirit moved in Jesus was so powerful that we get to a story in the Bible where this lady, she said, um, she couldn't reach Jesus and she said, oh, maybe if I only touch his garments, his clothes, I may be healed. And then it happened. She, she touched his clothes and he healed. Um, but then after her, all the people started doing the same. It wasn't until that lady did that, that all the people said, maybe there is, I, can, I can receive healing if I also touch his garment. And you know, the way that God manifests his presence is ever moving, ever changing. We cannot expect that spirit always going to move in the same way. So this morning we prayed that we have open hearts, open ears, open eyes to see what is the spirit is doing. And I just want to say to all of you, let's open up our minds. It's not boxed up. Spirit wants to move in this congregation, but it may be not necessarily how you imagine it to be. But yeah, that lady, so she touches him. And then after her, you see in the Bible, there's all the stories that people start to do the same. Maybe if I only touch his clothes, I'll be healed. Um, then you also see um, the disciples after they had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. You know, completely different change. Uh, past years, we talk about this. We talk, I didn't preach on Peter, how his life transformed from. Um, before the Holy Spirit and after. And he become um, empowered by the Spirit to such a point that if you read his story in the Bible, there's a, a time in history where his shadow starts healing people. His intimacy, the manifest presence of the Spirit was so big in his life that his shadow starts healing people. And then we see Paul. You know, Paul, the one that um, didn't believe in in that crazy, craziness, is that Paul was the one who had that ridicule Christians and ridicule Jesus. And the way that everything was happening is that this is not from God and this Holy Spirit thing is not good. And he persecuted Christians. But you know, when the Holy Spirit touched Paul, there's a time in history where they start cutting up his clothes and sending to places. And the part of his clothes healed people. You know, when you and I so intimate with God and we have an encounter with the Spirit, the manifestation of the Spirit is so, so big that it doesn't even have to be us going. <laughs> it can be part, part of a clove or part of something that's going to bless someone. But let's Diving a little bit more into this manifestation presence of God. Why it is that God, the Spirit, comes and moves? And why is the Spirit coming in all of these manifestations? You know, it always started, we know, in a garden. It always started with Adam and Eve. And one thing that God wanted from the beginning was relationship, as we know. We learned. And he put man in such a position that he encouraged man just as God to speak up and give name to the animals. That's a part of the story where Adam, God invites Adam to name. And you know that names, if you see like in the Bible, they are so powerful that God even changed some people's names because they speak 
of a character. And God, when he created the world, he spoke. So everything came to life. And he gave that to Adam, he said he, to him to name animals. But we know that we sinned, we lost. And that was given to the devil, you know, the authority that we have, we lost. But with the spirit, Christ coming, resurrecting, and giving us back relationship with God, we are coming back to that partnership. Partnership to bring to life what it is from God. So with our words, with our actions, we manifest what is not from us, but is from God. So we can actually bring heaven through our prayers, through our obedience, through our presence. Because when we carry the Holy Spirit, we carry God. He's dwelling in us, and then he can be manifest through us for others. For his glory, for others, for miracles and signs should be seen, so others may believe that he is God. And you know, transformation and being God's presence it can be so impactful that others can see. So if you see the story of Moses uh, in the Old Testament, uh, he had a quite particularly encounter with God so many times. He was very intimate with God. And we were not talking about uh, Moses in small group. Um, but he met the God in the bush and throughout the whole story of Moses from there on, the way that God manifests to him got stronger and stronger and stronger. There's a time in history, have said this as of many times today, uh, when Moses was in God's presence, and when he comes out, he, his face shining, and everyone sees. It's like, wow. There's a time when Jesus goes and prays, and he comes, and his face is shining. Not just his face, his clothes. The Bible says that when Jesus happened to his birth, his face and his clothes are shining. So there's something physical that happens as well when we encounter. The spirit of God. And why I'm saying all, all of this is, is that I believe um, God wants you to do much more in the midst of us. You know, today Jesus was just trying to encourage you guys to worship more, um, to be more excited about worship. But you know, day after day after day, the spirit calls our souls to be more hungry for God. To be more hungry so his glory can be revealed through us. There's so much more that he wants us to see, to understand. You know, he, we pray a lot about revival and we want to see lands to change. But each one of us can carry his presence such a powerful way that we can change things, situations, um, people, um, health, people, mindsets. Because of the intimacy that we have, that can only happen when you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. So how how this could be shown up? So in First Corinthians twelve seven to eleven. So First Corinthians twelve seven to eleven says now to which one of the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. 
To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another miraculous power, to another prophecy, to another distinction between Spirit, to another speaking different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one, and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one, just as he determines. So th this is just some ways that the spirit can move amongst us, amongst this congregation, um, among, amongst his people. But I just want you to know that sometimes we come to church and we come without, just without problems and all the weight, and this can feel so distant, like this is not what I'm seeking for, but actually, this is what we need. We need the manifestation of the Spirit to come. So nothing can be on the way of us and God. And we can see His move and His Spirit actually continue to break through the areas of our lives that we haven't seen breakthrough yet. The areas of our lives that we still need to surrender to the Spirit. Um, Can, can, we're gonna have a time um, of praying today. I want the, the message to be simple because I believe we need some time to actually spend time seeking the Spirit, seeking His, his manifested presence. From the beginning, when we were half ten, I was feeling really excited about everything that we were praying. We started the prayer being expected and excited and saying that God's going to move, what's he going to do. Um, but he's here. Not just his ominous presence, but I believe his ominous presence. Not just in the things that he's spoken, but the things that he wants to do in the midst of us. You know, um, Christ is what brought us here. He saved us from sin. He gave us a way to the Father. So now we open up our eyes day by day. We fast, we obey, we follow Him. Christ made, made it possible. He helped us see that God loved us. He's our Father. But the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit still has so much more to do in our lives. The Holy Spirit still speaking to you day after day after day he's calling out your soul to wake up wake up to what god wants to do in your life you know sometimes there are things that seem so overwhelming from this world so big but he's asking us stop looking at them look at me look what i'm doing what is that i'm doing you know you're here today the Spirit wants to speak to you. Perceive the Spirit. What is He doing? What is He speaking to you, to your soul, to your heart? No, it's so easy to be overwhelmed, to give up. But we are not from this world, and our hope doesn't come from the things that come from this world. We look to God and we look to heaven. In our prayers, in our obedience, 
bring heaven down to our situation. We're going to spend some time in prayer, but not, not in kind of prayer. Uh, we want to pray as hungry people. People that know that they want to be in partnership with God. They actually want, when I pray, I want to see things come to fruition. When I touch people, I want to see a difference. I want to see them becoming well. When I speak, I want to see things coming to life. It's the Holy Spirit. No, without the Holy Spirit, there is no power. We call Him in faith, but we move with Him. We live in step with the Spirit. Today is the day to perceive it. Perceive the Holy Spirit. What's trying to speak? Where is He moving you? If you haven't had an encounter with the Spirit yet, Increase your hunger. He wants you to count with power. Jane was saying, yeah, sometimes it can be tears, sometimes it can be a tremor, sometimes it can be tongues. But he moves not only in our minds, but in the physical. Because a touch, a mark of the spirit, is what distinguishes us. You know, the Israelite people, uh, they use to carry the ark, and they were known as the people that carry God's presence. Some nations were afraid of them. Some nations believed in God because of them. You and I, we carry a distinguished mark, and that mark is the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to the disciples, don't go and try to heal the people and try to do things in my name until the Holy Spirit comes. We cannot do anything apart from the Holy Spirit. It's powerless. It comes from flesh, it comes from our own strength. Revival only happens in our lives and in the style when we allow the Holy Spirit to move through us. So we're going to pray. Holy Spirit, come and move amongst us. Pray for more, God. So we know that God is everywhere, but we believe that you want to move here in this room this morning. You want to speak to us. For some people, you want to baptize them in your spirit so they can have the touch of the spirit for the first time. For some of us, it's a renewal of that relationship, we are so dormant in the spiritual world that we don't even hear from you anymore. We need your touch in the spirit when we hunger. We hunger for you, for your move. You know that lady, she walked through a whole crowd just to touch in Jesus' clothes. How desperate are we to see God move in us, in our families, 
in our cities, in our church. Our maturity, our desperation, how God will determine how the Spirit can move. So we cry out, Holy Spirit, come and move here.